0: Hello, my friends, and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted Nostin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. Hope you guys are having a blessed day, as always, and be sure if you need anything to contact us at healthmasters.com. Thank you again, For the emails I've been getting, I've been getting a lot of more updates and people giving me just continual emails about stuff that's going on in their lives and progress and positive emails. And thank you for that. I really appreciate it. If you guys need anything, the vitamin C is on sale right now. Feel free to give us a call, 1-800-726-1834, along with the joint relief formula, BOGO sale, and I told you guys yesterday, you voted and it won the Magnesium Brain Food Powder one of my favorite formulas on sale is product of the week right now, right on the front page. So be sure to check that out on the website at healthmasters.com. And I was just talking to Tab before the show, and I said I think we have finally reached in the United States now the pretty much the pinnacle of hypocrisy, and the clown show knows no limits. If you guys saw this morning, uh, the United States and the Biden administration has agreed to trade the moronic basketball player extremely arrogant brittany griner who was the one that was arrested in russia with possession of thc compounds oils various stuff to, from what i read and um you guys saw she was she was sentenced in russia and the united states in all their infinite wisdom in the biden administration they decided you know what We need to get this, you know, female basketball player back. She's such an important member to society in the United States, you know, because she plays basketball and we really need to just evaluate what we need to do with her. So we've decided we are going to do a prisoner exchange. Biden administration said a prisoner exchange for Brittany Griner. We want to get her out. I thought to myself, all right, let's, let's see where you guys come up with and they're, best option was victor bout <laughs> they have now done a full prisoner swap with victor bout and Brittany griner now if you guys know anything about victor um he is one of the most notorious arms traffickers in the entire world his nickname was the merchant of death he is trafficked weapon platforms all over the globe I mean, from everything, from surface air missile SAMs to M134 miniguns to C4 explosives, if it can blow up or fire a bullet, or it is a bullet, this man's trafficked it. And he was convicted and found guilty in Manhattan back in 2011 on multiple federal counts of conspiracy to kill U.S. citizens delivery of live anti-aircraft missile systems and providing aid to terrorist organizations and was sentenced to no less than 25 years with no chance of parole. And we just swapped them out now and said Brittany Griner's pretty much the best option, and so we're going to swap these two out. In my opinion, this is such a level of hypocrisy because at the same time, my friends, we're being told by the Biden administration That law-abiding citizens have no reason to own a semi-automatic rifle, a hunting rifle. It should be completely and totally illegal for anyone to buy a semi-automatic sporting rifle. In Canada right now, right across the border, they're trying to ban just about anything that's semi-automatic. They've already put a full-blown hold on handguns, you know, while at the same time, we're trafficking more weapons than we've pretty much ever seen happen to Ukraine. And now we've released Victor bout for a woman's basketball player. This is why I've told you in a constitutional Republic, it is the duty of the citizens to exercise their rights. If you do not exercise and demand that your rights be respected, they will be dissolved. And I mean, as we're watching the United States Republic pretty much go down in ash heaps of history the same way Rome did, it's always important that no matter what occurs, we always remember that we have a right to say yes, we have a right to say no, and we have a mandatory requirement to uphold our rights and continue to exercise them the best we possibly can because when i saw this this morning i just i really didn't know what to say to be honest with you at the same time the biden administration tells us semi-automatic weapons should be illegal for everybody to own sporting rifles should essentially be illegal we just released victor Bout back to russia and that pretty much concludes the level of hypocrisy that we can hit on this thursday in the united states what do you think dad (laughs) (laughs)
1: Well, I want to discuss a couple of movies real quick. Remember that movie, the I think it's the Lord of War, Lord Lord of War, with Nicolas Cage. Remember at the very end of the movie, he gets arrested and he gets charged and he gets handcuffed and he gets dragged off into the FBI holding facility. And he looks at the guy and says, "Well, you're going to be getting a phone call, and I'm going to be walking out of here because they need people like me to basically run the weapons and do the deals under the table, et cetera, et cetera." And a few minutes later, some guy gets a phone call, and he can't believe it. You know, he's walking out the door, and he was a massive merchant of death, and uh, and so what it ended up happening is it's just that's exactly what we see here again. He's he's so efficient as far as moving armament for the big manufacturers of these military industrial complexes that they don't want to have him basically sidelined. They want to get him back in you know in the, on the, in the, into the into the paperwork into the into the places again. And so this is just another example of how unbelievably corrupt our federal judiciary and federal government is, and how the executive that executive branch is completely and totally controlled. We talk about it all the time. The sad part about it is, is that you know, you know, there there was another there was several other people over there in Russia that are basically military personnel for the United States have been locked up in jail too. And they didn't give a, they didn't get a nod, nothing. And the sad part about all that is, is that these people are good people, and this person, this basketball player supposedly, or whoever she is, or whatever she is, or whatever whatever she's involved in. She's just another weirdo trafficking drugs. <laughs> so, I mean, you kind of sit back and you look at it and you go, what the heck? I mean, I cannot believe this is actually something that we're going to be involved with. And, uh, and, it's, and it's sad, but that's just the United States and the state of the affair that we are right now. Uh, look, look what just happened with Jordan Peterson. Uh, he basically interviewed Benjamin Netanyahu, and now he basically is being – calls YouTube to censor the anonymous critics of his fawning Netanyahu interview. I mean this guy I, – I like Jordan Peterson. I'm not going to say that I don't because I do. But he has really damaged his own reputation. I mean, we had there have been tens of thousands of people slamming him after this interview with Benjamin Netanyahu, basically who is a career criminal out of Israel. I mean, we all know who he is. I've had dinner with him, and he's just he's just something awful. And uh, and so he just gave him a bunch of softball questions and didn't bother to do anything. Some of the questions, some of the comments about this are, you know, uh, <laughs> interviewer, do you believe in God? Jordan depends on what you mean. Do you believe in God? And interviewer, do you believe in Zionism? Okay. you guys know what Zionism is and Jordan goes yes now whether or that actually happened in the interview or you' we just writing this guy's writing his comment comment I don't know and he goes the first time I've ever heard Jordan Peterson allow another person to dominate the conversation like he's allowing here the arguments are so obviously flawed it's mind-blowing and you know Jordan Peterson is allowing it and everyone is noticing that Jordan Peterson has enlightened us to, to, to his true fans would do a mirror for him to see himself if he wants to look. You know, it's just you know why doesn't Jordan Peterson lecture Netanyahu engage in an identity politics and on and on and on, and this the articles in this this particular the comments on this particular information liberation article that I'm reading from are just absolutely indicting against Jordan Peterson, and of course Jordan Peterson is the one who talks about IQ, but then again he's working for Ben Shapiro, I mean he's he basically is another guy who basically is being compromised probably for money, and 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 it's sad to me because it's just it's sad. I mean it's Peterson who now works for Ben Shapiro. At the Daily Wire, went to Israel last month with Shapiro to shield for Netanyahu. And so on and on and on and on and on. We see what's going on as far as this other stuff. Now, one other thing I want to talk about this morning. I'm going to kind of change the tenor here a little bit. This has nothing to do with Jordan Peterson. I want to talk about prion disease. And I'm going to do this because I'm being very, very careful with what I'm going to say right now from a libel standpoint. Uh, Remember the book of Eli with Denzel Washington? It was a movie. I don't recommend young kids watching it at all. It's extremely apocalyptic. It's after World War III, and the entire planet has been destroyed, and all the Bibles have been destroyed. And he has, like, the only copy of the Bible, King James Version, that's left. And he's walking across the country to go to Alcatraz to have a press printed for him, and he's being led by God. It's a really good movie if you're an adult. Very graphic fight scenes in it. A lot of people get killed in it, so it is not for children. It's not for the faint of heart. It's not for people who don't like stuff like that or so you at least can watch it without getting all – Emotionally involved in it, et etc. Just avoid it if you have to, but you know, if you want to watch it, you go ahead and watch it. It's an old movie. It's been out for 10, 15 years. But the reality is, as he's going across the country, he keeps running into people that have been eating humans, and they're shaking real bad. And everybody wants to say, show me your hands, show me your hands, because, you know, have you developed prion disease from the eating of humans? And, and so I wanted to kind of co- talk to you about that for a second. And some of the symptoms of prion, prion disease, and this is really important. You listen to me very closely now, and you read between the lines of me on this one. Difficulties with thinking, memory, and judgment. Personality changes like apathy, agitation, and depression. Confusion or disorientation. Here's the one I want you to listen to be very careful. Involuntary muscle spasms. I'm going to say that three times. One of the side effects of prion disease are in, are involuntary muscle spasms, that's again involuntary muscle spasms, lack of coordination, trouble sleeping, difficult or slurred speech, impaired blission and blindness, and it basically ends up basically uh, being fatal. And it, what's inter- interesting of this is that – I'm just going to get weird now, guys. One of the side effects of eating human flesh and cannibalism increases the risks of prion disease and eventually death. And that's what they were talking about in the book of Eli, is prion disease. And um, I'm I'm not going to read you this article or I'm going to post it because it's it's talking about cannibalism, how many calories the body has, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But it's saying that if you're not careful, if that person has been infected and they have prion disease and you eat it, it can actually be transferred to you. And so it's one of those things that's a very, very weird topic to get into this morning. I really didn't want to cover this but because the next story I've got to. And what we also need to realize is this. In the ancient cultures, the Canaanites and the Babylonians and and the people that were worshiping Baal and Moloch and Asherah and the Aztecs and the Incas, one of the things they would do after they sacrificed human beings is they would carve them up and sell the meat products from these individuals. And and we've covered this on the show before and it's pretty sick stuff and we talked about how when the Christians came to the middle East, to, to Central America and South America, they actually came in and told the people it's not okay to eat each other. <laughs> okay. It's not okay to sacrifice these people in the high places to Quetzalcoatl, to these gods of the Mayans and the Incas. It's not okay. And people are always criticizing Christianity for coming in and evangelizing the Central Americas and, and the Indians and, and the people of South America, but a lot of these weird ritualistic habits and practices were being done as far as the sacrifice of humans. And so it's a strange situation. Now a lot of the elites in the world have been accused of doing similar things. You know, you watch that that video that Katy Perry did. It's called Bon Appetit, and she actually has a, people carving her up and eating her. I just it's, again don't want don't, don't let your kids see it. It's some really sick stuff. And you watch her on YouTube, and she actually says that she sold her soul to the devil. So all of this stuff is real with these upper level people and the weird stuff they do. Now, why am I saying all this? And I'm going to go ahead and let you put the bottom line on all of this stuff, but I'm not making any accusations right here. Celine Dion, 54, is diagnosed with an incurable neurological disease. The singer reveals she has a rare one-in-a-million-stiff-person syndrome that turns sufferers into human statues. There's a rare incurable neurological disease, and it causes the body to go into uncontrollable muscle spasms. Yeah, uncontrollable muscle spasms. Oh, that's right. You guys heard me mention something three times ago, a little little bit, a few minutes ago. So, you know, I remember a couple of years ago, she came out with an unbelievably perverted commercial and she was in a nursery with newborn infants and she was basically selling a giant line of gender free clothing for these infants. And it was, it was really satanic, really, really, really satanic. So you guys draw your own conclusions on all of this stuff and just let me know what you think. You can send me some emails or whatever, but I'm not going to make any accusations. But it seems funny to me that she has uncontrollable muscle spasms. It sure sounds an awful lot like prion disease, but no other comments are going to be made on all of that. It just seems very strange to me this is actually happening. By the way, in Canada now, this is very another story that kind of d- ties together with all of this. Astonishing! Canada is now euthanizing 10,000 of its citizens a year, and some of the horrific stories of its ultra-permissive policy will horrify you. This is a special report by Tom Leonard. Uh, Winston Churchill famously reassured the U.S. that as long as northern border was guarded by neighborly respect and honorable obligations, and generations of U.S. leaders have tended to agree, there's nothing to worry about from solid and reliably uncontroversial Canada. Well, here the problem is. <laughs> euthanasia laws in the U.S. are nothing like those in its neighbor to the north, but America's acceptance of the practice has been growing for decades despite warnings that legalized suicide is a slippery slope. Canada, a country that prides itself on open mindedness and tolerance, has the most persist- permissive rules on euthanasia in the world, and the results have been frankly terrifying. Last year, more than 10,000 people in Canada astonishingly, over 3% of all deaths there ended their own lives via euthanasia. Only last week, a jaw-dropping story emerged. Now, listen to this. Five years into an infuriating battle to obtain a stairlift, just a stairlift for her home, trying to get the state to do this for five years, Canadian Army veteran and Paralympian Christine Gother was offered an extraordinary alter- alternative. Remember, all she wants is a stairlift. So rather than giving her a stairlift, here's what they told her. A Canadian official told her that in 2009 that if her life was so difficult and she was so desperate, the government would help her kill herself, quote-unquote. Unbelievable. I have a letter saying that if you're so desperate, madam, we can offer you MAID, medical assistance in dying. The paraplegic ex-Army corporal testified to the Canadian MPs. Ms. Gothar, who injured her back in a training accident in 1989… Completed for Canada in 2016 Paralympics in Rio de Janeiro in the Invictus Games the same year. Despite being confined to a wheelchair with a mucoskeletal disorder, which affects her legs, backs, and hips, she's a gold medal-winning canoeist and won a silver medal participating in Canada's women's ice sled hockey team. She's very far from most people's idea of a hopeless case, and yet her government's Department of Veterans Affairs didn't hesitate to suggest that she might like to end her life in the battle to just simply get a ramp. It was pretty too much for her. Now, you know, this whole thing with Canada and this tolerance and what they're doing with this is just very, very strange to me that they're actually involved in this. And I feel sorry for this veteran. I mean, why won't they just give her a stair lift? I mean, of course, now she's probably going to get a stair lift because the thing just made national news. But, you know, why in the world do people want to kill themselves? Now, let's stop for one second. Let's talk about this. Okay. Most of the time, it's hopelessness. Most of the time, it's because they're lonely. Most of the time, they could have some type of neurological disorder or whatever. Who knows? Uh, They could be suffering from severe depression. But the reality, in most cases, is because they don't have a purpose or they don't have a relationship with the Most High God. This is why a relationship with Jesus Christ is absolutely paramount in everybody's life. Without a relationship with God, you simply get into a situation where you don't know what to do with yourself and the other thing, too, is loneliness. A lot of people who are by themselves in their homes, their families or whatever, not associating with them or they never had children or their loved ones are passed away or their husband is gone and they're sitting by themselves day after day after day, lonely. I hear I, here's what I recommend, and I, I try to do this all the time. If you know somebody like that, do your best to befriend them. Do your best to try to hang out with them. Heck, encourage them to get a pet you know, get a dog, you know, and and let the dog be their friend, do anything, but let them sit around the house by themselves. Because one of the worst things you can do from a neurological standpoint is sit around by yourself all day long with nothing to do and nobody to talk to. So these people in Canada now, apparently 10,000 of them a year, simply don't want to deal with it anymore. Now, a lot of these people may be suffering from some type of neurological damage or some type of cancer or something that's causing tremendous pain. I don't know. But the reality is this. I'm not a I'm not a fan of assisted suicide whatsoever. I I don't believe in any of that stuff. I believe that we should rely on the Most High God Now, do I believe that a person can be medicated if they have tremendous pain? Absolutely, yes. I believe that medicine has a purpose in that point. But the reality is just taking yourself out like that and having the state do it is a very, very slippery slope. When is the state going to finally determine that you don't have any significant value? When are they going to finally determine that you're better off to leave the society and not have to be on welfare or on government aid any longer? When do they make those types of choices for you? And this is something that people need to understand is that we need to be praying every single day. We need to be in fellowship every day. If possible, you need to be going to church and going out and doing things every single day if you're alone. And most of all, you need to be contacting your friends and talking to them on the telephone, no matter what. Always make sure that you're willing to do that. By the way, another story, Elon Musk is now taking aim at Wikipedia for thinking about deleting the entry on the bombshell Twitter files investigation that calls it out for non-trivial left-wing bias. Elon Musk is now setting his sights on Wikipedia after the frontline encyclopedia considered removing his entry on the Twitter files investigation. The billionaire CEO accused the website of showing its non trivial left wing bias by debating the leading an article about the newly released Twitter files, which show how staff suppressed tweets and stories about Hunter Biden's laptop. The document released Friday show internal emails at the, societal, at the social media company discussing the removal of tweets about the laptop and efforts from Joe Biden and Donald Trump's campaign teams. To be have the tweets removed. Of course, they don't want that stuff out there. Why would they want that? While some have launched, have latched onto the revelation as a sign of the political interference just weeks before the 2020 election, others, including the White House, say they haven't shown anything that hasn't already been known. This is spinning. What they're doing is they're saying this has already been done. Nothing to see here. Move on. They're not showing anything that had already been shown. So what they're doing is they're making you think that what was shown was insignificant. It doesn't mean anything, and it's just old news. And this is a technique that's used in psychology and in the news on an ongoing basis. It's called spinning the narrative, and when you spin the narrative, it allows you to say what you want to have. So they release all this information on this laptop and interference in the election, and they say, oh, this is old news, old news, old news. doesn't mean anything, nothing to see here and move on. Technique a psychological technique is, by the way, very, very, very effective for most people. Oh, yeah, we've already heard about that. It means nothing anymore. And a lot of times, let me say, I I had a TV evangelist one time, nice guy, a good friend of mine, and he had been basically arrested for something. I'm not going to mention what it was, and it was like hidden. It was like it it had been suppressed. The files had been sealed, et cetera, et cetera, and it it was insignificant. And what ended up happening is he had a family member who basically wanted money from him. And the family member threatened to release the information to the press about this pastor. And so the pastor calls me up, and he's like desperate. He says, I don't know what to do Ted. I mean, how do I stop this? I mean, I, I don't want this information now. This is really old news. What do I do? And I said, tell this congregation the truth. Tell them that you were arrested for this. The charges were dismissed. And he goes, oh, me tell him? I said, yeah, so it's incorporated one of your messages. And I said, that way you spin the narrative the way you want to spin the narrative. And if somebody comes in and says something about it later, it's just old news. That's exactly what they've done here. They spun the narrative the way they wanted to spin the narrative two, three, four years ago whenever all this stuff happened with these different things they're talking about. And now they're coming back, oh, we've already talked about that. There's nothing to see here. Move on. Psychological, basically, mind control is what this is. And they learned this from this Tavistock Institute. And once you understand that, you start to realize, you know, We've got to really think about what we're going to do and how we're going to do it and and, you know, and and basically how we're going to spend narratives. And You've got to realize when they do that to you, don't let them yank your chain like that. Say, no, there is a problem here. Yes, there is an issue here, so what we have to do here is talk about what really happened this time instead of all the cover-ups and all the lies. Another interesting article this morning says the IRS issues another tax warning to Americans who made more than $600 online independent contractors who made money via online services will have their income reported to the internal revenue service starting in 2023. The agency said in a second warning issued Tuesday, people who have made money via eBay and Etsy and Poshmark and Uber and other digital services will face the new scrutiny and rules. It applies to anyone who made more than $600 through those platforms or on Vimeo, Cash App, Zelle, PayPal, or similar platforms in return for goods and services. So what we have here is an IRS organization that wants to make sure they tax everything over $600. The problem with all of this stuff, let's say you have a couch that you bought and you want to sell it on eBay. Let's say you sold, bought the couch for $1,000 and now you just want to get rid of it and you get $400 for it. Let's say you have a chair that you bought for $1,000. You want to sell that thing for $200. Well, now you're being told that you have to pay the income tax on the $600 for the sale of these items that you already lost a bunch of money on. It doesn't make any sense. I don't know how in the world they can possibly enforce this and make it legitimate and make it you know, make it fair for people. It just seems strange to me. It's like a massive, massive overreach of this And as far as trying to collect taxes. But remember, the United States is seriously in trouble as far as from a debt standpoint. And because it's in such trouble from a debt standpoint, it's doing everything it can to increase revenue streams. Right now, they're saying there's an $80 trillion time bomb with debt swaths right now and you know derivative exposure that we have globally. And they're saying that this basically is an unregulated market, and few people even understand how it works. But the reality is this. We know there's over a quadrillion dollars worth of derivative swaps and basically debt exposure in the world over – that's 1,000 trillions, by the way. And we know that this has not gone on checks. since 2008, and all we've done is print more money, more money, more money, and put more Band-Aids on all of this stuff, guys. Be very careful right now with your investments. Be very careful right now with your cash flow because they're doing some really weird things running into this digital currency system that they're trying to apply now in Nicaragua right now. No, not, not, I'm sorry, in Nigeria right now. They're not allowing the people who live in Nigeria to take more than like $45 a day out in cash from their bank accounts and trying to force the entire country into a digital mindset so they no longer use cash whatsoever. And remember what they said with COVID? One of the reasons we have such a problem with COVID is because, you know, we're using paper money or we're using change, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. This is some weird stuff, guys, when you stop and think about it. It really, really, really is. And we need to understand something. You know, if we allow these guys to push us like this and push us to a corner like this, it's not going to get any better at all. It's going to get much, much, much worse. Wow. Remember this. Keep your hearts and minds in Jesus. Remember, there's a cult that runs this planet. It's a sex-death cult. We've talked about it many, many times. And they're involved with all kinds of really weird things. Guys, just stand against it in Christ. And realize that when you pray every single day, when you when you pray, you release an incredible amount of energy through scalar energy, and you can literally change the fabric of space-time. And we can do that when we pray every single day. I had the opportunity to pray for you guys again this morning. And to keep your hearts and minds in, on Jesus. Keep your hearts and minds on the positive things. Think on the good things. And realize that we can do all things through Christ. Always stay focused on God. Remember, he is the great I am. He's the alpha. He is the omega. He is the beginning, and he is the end. And He's got your back. He always has, and he always will. What do you think often what's your next story
0: that's probably the best advice you can give anybody amen to that and you know going back to what you were just talking about as far as the taxes this is very very common in every regime that is beginning to collapse we've seen this in rome where they started to basically short the coinage and they started to cut the coinage so to speak with less metals and less gold and less silver we saw this in the french revolution this isn't a new ideology. This is very common. When the government becomes so insolvent and they essentially can't manufacture, can't produce, can't spend any more money because the debt load is so heavy, they turn to the citizens and they start trying to extract every pound of flesh, so to speak, out of the citizens. And this is what I think you're about to see with IRS is they're going to start going in now. There's a reason why they hired 87,000 new agents in in my opinion, it's just going to be time for the American population to decide what we're going to do on the next phase of things. Throw that out there. Because when you start coming in, like Ted said, you go and buy, say, I bought a set of tires for my truck for $1,000. I drive on the tires for 10,000 miles. I take them off before I trade it in, and then I throw the tires on eBay. And I sell the tires on eBay for $600. Oh, I paid 1000 for them with money that I already paid income tax on, and I paid sales tax and all the other taxes to purchase the tires, and now I'm selling the tires at a massive loss, and now what? They're going to audit me and say, well, you have to pay taxes on the $600 that you got from selling the used tires that you lost money on. Like Dad said, there, there's, it's, it's completely unreasonable, but it's not if you look at how insolvent the country is. I was just watching a video yesterday on the F-35 that Lockheed Martin produces and the massive amount of money that's being dumped into the military industrial complex continually. And as we've seen now with the NDAA being signed again with the largest Pentagon expenditure bill in recorded history, every year keeps going up. I think this year now we're going to be at 852, 858 billion dollars. It's very clear who's running the country. It's DOD. It's DARPA. I mean, it's, it's the contractors, the military contractors. I mean, when their budget is almost a trillion dollars, but you look at total amount of IRS income or as far as taxes that are coming in, it's what I think around a trillion and a half dollars, 1.8 trillion. The, the money doesn't add up. That's why the Pentagon failed its fifth annual budget again. Can't account for $2.2 trillion over the last couple of years in assets. Has no idea where they're at. 60% of the stuff doesn't even know. No idea where they're at. Well, there's a reason why. Because they don't have to. There's no oversight. They do whatever they want, and we're watching that happen here now. And it's, But it's also that point in time to where people have to start calling stuff out. This is why they're getting so aggressive on misinformation and trying to prevent people from being able to talk about the truth. There's a video here I saw earlier with Tucker Carlson, which sometimes he puts some pretty decent stuff up, and he highlighted a story talking about a New Jersey mother being told she is now being monitored by local law enforcement who, because the school board did not like her social media post questioning the sexualization of children in the school. Kid you not, Angela Reading alerted other parents of children in the North Hanover Township Elementary School District that children from grade four and up are being encouraged to request topics, being encouraged to request topics of sexuality and create lgbtqrstuvwxyz posters, whatever they want to keep adding on to it. They're going to put a P in there soon. I've told you guys that. Suddenly, the concerned mom found herself the target of one in the Lieutenant Colonel Christopher Schilling, who stated that the joint base are looking in her post and informing law enforcement. Because apparently she was a wife to... Basically, a military member they said they're now monitoring her post they're now watching her post well wait a minute for for what oh well, because you brought up a topic you're not allowed to talk about now, and what's interesting about this is this isn't hey this isn't a a new thing that's happening. this is becoming more and more common. We've talked about it before where the actual national School board assembly wrote a letter to Homeland Security and requested that they start treating everyone at the school board meetings as domestic terrorists essentially there's no reason that anybody should be able to come here and say things or argue with us or make a comment because they don't want any opposition this is going to become more prevalent and the more they continue to suppress free speech the more you're going to see these things happening and that's why it is so important more than ever to exercise that right that first amendment because once that First Amendment goes, the only one to back up the rest of it is the Second, and everything thereafter becomes very, very uh, controversial, so to speak. After that, so it's very, very important you continue to exercise your free speech all the time. Also, too, yesterday I told you guys the North Carolina power outage is still ongoing, and I heard about it. Oregon and Washington, and also had similar attacks. They're now saying five substations in Oregon and Washington have been attacked just days after the North Carolina was shot up, causing widespread power outages. And this is very interesting. As they're saying now, the incidents come to light via federal memo last week because of Moore County, North Carolina. And they're now saying that Washington State and Oregon are now discussing the exact same incidences occurring federal law enforcement memo revealed the Pacific Northwest substations have been described attacks using hand tools arson firearms and metal chains possibly in response to an online call for attacks on critical infrastructure in recent attacks criminal actors bypass security fences by cutting the fence links lighting nearby fires shooting equipment from a distance and throwing objects over the fence and onto the equipment reading the memo and it goes on to further discussing how the spokesperson for BPA said the company suffered a deliberate physical attack on the Oregon substation. He added that the company is actively cooperating with the FBI on this incident and has encouraged other utility companies throughout the region to report any suspicious activity. Now, there's something very strange about this. Is this just another form of you know people mad trying to display anarchy? is this a you know deep state cover to try to see how soft they can make the electrical grid quickly i don't know find it very odd that these incidents have occurred in completely separate parts of the country and yet they're having debilitating effects i've told you guys before it is crucial that you have backup plans with stuff you know between backup food storable food backup water backup flashlights backup medical gear backup security gear on a regular basis and know how to utilize all of them. Because it only takes, obviously, as we saw up here in Moore County, North Carolina, it takes somebody literally a few minutes and all of a sudden powers out for tens of thousands of people for an extended period of time. And somebody that lives in Florida as myself, dad and I have experienced this repeatedly that's why we got backup generators and all kinds of other stuff down here it's not fun you know a day or two without power and you're kind of like all right you know whatever we're going through this you start going a week without power all of a sudden you know all the food starting to dissipate it's, you start figuring out real quick who your friends are very very important you know who your friends are in situations like that in a groups that you know that you can call on and dad made a comment earlier too he was talking about circling back i want to bring this up he was talking about what happened with South America and the Mayans and so forth, and i 've had people over the last couple of weeks bring topics up to me about Thanksgiving and you know issues that occurred with Native Americans and South Americans and so forth and stuff like that, and you know I always encourage people. Do your own research about what was going on in South America, because I've had a lot of arguments with people about that topic, about what happened down there and the conquistadors and all the other incidents that occurred. And you can read history and you find very quickly that everybody that was occupying South America, not all of them, but a large portion of the people that were native down there, including the Mayans, they were involved in some really, really, really sick stuff. There's a reason why. The Spanish acquisition, the conquistadors were coming through and they were getting in massive wars with them because there was no reasoning with any individuals down there. All they knew was war. You can see that in the movie Apocalypto that Mel Gibson made, really graphic movie, not recommended it for kids, but it shows you that in detail. So always do your own research, especially when you hear people make comments about stuff. Understand that ideals are peaceful. The history is violent. Always learn from the past, but understand that most of the stuff you'll find is not pretty whatsoever. Also, to in other news, this is interesting, Um, Border, border Patrol agent was now killed in an incident shooting with illegals. 38-year-old Border Patrol agents died after a high-speed chase with illegal immigrants on the border in Mission, Texas, resulting in a fatal crash. Um, yet, apparently, it's not a big deal down there bumbling buffoon food the other day said oh, i have more important things to do besides go down to the border I'm, you know i'm 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 busy right now guys i gotta go get some more ice cream i gotta get some more pudding i gotta figure out where i'm gonna go next and so people can just walk me around and uh that's it's a serious issue down there and you know i saw this again and it's ironic to me again <laughs> that we just released one of the most notorious weapon traffickers in the entire world And yet they're telling us we can't own firearms at the same time. Just 10 years ago, ATF was running machine guns and 50 caliber weapons to the Mexican drug cartel, which also ended up in Border Patrol agents dying. So just look at the hypocrisy that happens with a lot of that. Also, too, in Philadelphia, I guess they're Getting tired of a lot of violence up there. Philadelphia Gas Station, photos have now been released of heavily armed security contractors now guarding Philadelphia Gas Station amid a massive explosion in crime in the city. Guards in full body armor with 9mm ARs, from what it looks like, the 9mm ARs, which is smart. They're not running high uh, rifle calibers probably for penetration issues, uh, the guards are walking around full kit. And uh, they've said that the problem they've had there is the issues with carjackings and robbery and looting and drug dealing and all the other things that are occurring the, the business owner said it's cheaper and better for business to have armed security contractors at the gas station than uh, deal with the constant crime. And so far, it's been working fairly well. A lot of people are saying that they feel safer when they go there. And actually, his business is now booming. And I thought to myself, when I looked at some of the videos and the photos, and I thought to myself, is this kind of a forewarning of things to come in the very near future? I mean, we have security contractors walking around, you know, with 9mm ARs at gas stations in Philly, protecting the customer's. Is this something you're going to start seeing as a trend across the country? I don't know, but I can tell you one thing. Major cities that are primarily democratically controlled, they're not a place I would want to be if stuff starts to go down. You already see the level of violence and just absolute, complete and total lawlessness in a lot of these cities imagine what it is when law enforcement doesn't show up to do their job anymore because it's not worth going out and getting shot at you know for whatever amount of money they're getting paid and you're constantly getting told you're getting your budget cut and people are getting laid off just throwing that out there but i I saw the photos of that and i thought to myself how interesting dad brought up the uh film book of eli and it's Very, very good movie, like he said, very graphic, but it shows you what happens when morals and ethics are completely and totally eroded, and you pretty much just have depravity and violence. Well, we got armed security contractors at gas stations in Philadelphia now.
1: (laughs) What do you think, Dad? You know, the first time I saw that is I went to Europe with my dad because of Operation Gladio that was being done by our CIA and the former members of the Nazi Party basically setting off bombs you know trying to fight communism supposedly in Europe uh, what ended up happening is I saw all these guys walking around in malls and in airports I mean we're talking like fully armed military professional soldiers in full battle rattle carrying ar-15s machine guns and attack dogs I saw this back in the 70s for the very first time and I was shocked by it because when I saw it I, I couldn't believe how European Europe was like a lockdown continent with these guards and when you still go there today You'll see full military personnel running around in MRAPS, which you now yep. see in the United States too, and they're all carrying fully armed. You know, you know, a lot of them are running around with saws and everything. It's just crazy the amount of armor that they carry in those MRAPS, and you're thinking, what the heck are they planning for some kind of big war? Well, they don't want an uprising by the peasants. <laughs> I guess you could say it that way. They want to make sure they control everything and control the narrative with everything. But the first time I saw it, I'll never forget, because I'd left the United States and gone over there with my dad. It was like 1977. And I walked through the airports with him, and he told me, he says, I want you to look at this. And I did. I thought, man, dad, this is ridiculous. And I said, he says, yeah, this way it is over here. And I remember last a few years ago before COVID, I was over there, and we were at the Vatican, and we were in Italy. And we were in all those smaller towns. And there again, here they are, MRAPs with guys standing out in front, full automatic machine guns. And I thought, does it have to be this way to maintain civility in a, in, a, in, a, in a country? And now we're seeing that in Philadelphia. Does it have to be that way that you've got basically retired contractors sitting there with full machine guns or full automatic weapons in body armor and Kevlar with helmets on? So somebody doesn't steal something from the gas station? And now the guy is so excited because his sales are through the roof because people can actually walk out of the car and feel safe without being mugged or killed trying to pump gas. Is that where the society is going in these liberal, left-wing, controlled hellholes that we call these basically progressive cities? I mean, look what's happened to countries, states like – you know beautiful cities like San Francisco. And the, I had a friend of mine the other day said they wanted to go to New York to go to a play up there. We're not sure it's even safe anymore because people are getting beaten up all the time up there on the subways, et cetera, et cetera. And if you've ever been to New York – the subways are the most efficient means of transportation there. I mean, you can get across Manhattan pretty quick on a subway. But the problem is, if you try to take a taxi, you get caught up into a doggone snarl. I remember years ago, Sharon and I were up there. We were going to go see a theater play. I think we were seeing Chitty Chitty Bang Bang or something, whatever it was, with the kids. And we were in a taxi, and it just stopped. And we only had about a block to go. And the taxi literally didn't move for 10 minutes. And finally, I looked at Sharon and I said, Let's just walk. It's ridiculous. We, just, we paid the guy whatever the meter reading was at that time and a tip, and we just got up and walked the rest of the way. But people now are getting on the subways in New York, and they're scared out of their minds. You know, now that you know does that mean we to start putting you know United States marshals on subways to protect people from the people that want to rob them? I mean, what's happening to our society? How in the world has it gone to this type of degradation? And every time you do this, every time you leave God, and every time you leave the Christian ethics of what this country was founded on in the very, very beginning with the Puritans and the Pilgrims and all the people came over to have freedom of religion. When you leave that relationship with God Almighty and that relationship with Jesus Christ and you leave that and you start stepping away, it's like Austin says. The depravity has no boundaries. It goes as deep as you want it to go, as perverted as you want to go. In fact, there's an article here. I'm not going to post this. I alluded to it a minute ago, but it's, it's, got, a, it's got some weird stuff that I'm not going to post. And it's called the WEF isn't a cabal, it's a cult. I'm going to change that. It's not a cabal. It's a sex death cult. A sex death perverted weirdo cult is what it is. And it goes on to say the world domination in the age of Lucifer. And he starts talking about what's going on to the planet and who these people are and why they're doing it. And, and it's an interesting read. I don't recommend it for everybody, but it's one of those things that you kind of look you know, at what they're doing, and it ties directly together this. He goes, he goes this book is not about Satanism. It's about the theorized class of spiritual predators he called Luciferians. In later chapters, Satanists are almost dismissed as cartoonish, lower-order predators. They would be shunned by truly elite Luciferians, distant cousins, or best. Tucker's book is basically about the Satanists pursue unrestrained ego and impulse gratification. This is the Kabbalist Luciferians that are the synagogue of Satan that the Bible talks about. I'm not going to read you any more of this because it's getting too dark, and I don't want to go that dark on the show today. But the reality is this. We have been run to the ancient Canaanite religions now for thousands and thousands of years. People need to open up their eyes and see that. They really do. By the way, in North Carolina, Moore County now is immediately suspending all restaurant licenses along with tattoo artists and camps. Wow, they're literally closing down a county in North Carolina due to power outage. They just, 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 just mind, this, this is just mind control and a test. They want to catch who shot the Transformers fast, so they punish everybody in the county. So maybe this is their new way to close down all independent shops, restaurants, and artists in the country and soon across the country. They're acting this way now. Why aren't they closing whole cities, counties, or even states when large transformers and other critical infrastructure are destroyed due to bad management or during powerful storms? This is another attack on our liberties. They just not want to show you how powerful they are and another way to test your minds. Do not comply. This is the article. Now It's not written real well. I'm reading you what it says. That's why it's not flowing well. Moore County, North Carolina, has declared a state of emergency as power outages continue after a deliberate attack over the weekend in which gunfire damaged two substations. The attack left roughly 45,000 people without power in North Carolina. Under the state of emergency, a curfew is in place from 9 p.m. to 9 a.m. each night, and residents of the county are encouraged to conserve fuel. Jeff Brooks, the spokesperson for Duke Energy, said Monday the company had restored power to about 7,000 customers, but 38,000 remain without power. And Brooks said it's likely full restoration won't happen until Wednesday or Thursday. In a press release shared earlier in the day, Duke Energy general manager Jason Holyfield said the damage is beyond repair in some areas. This leaves us with no option but to replace large pieces of equipment, which is not an easy or quick task, said Holyfield. Now, let me share something with you. I covered this the other day when we talked about what happened up there with these transformers being shot. We've got to ask ourselves a question. Was this a deliberate false flag that was being done by quote-unquote people trying to see how vulnerable the infrastructure is in the energy systems and on spinning reserves and the power grid? I don't know. It, was it something that just a bunch of hoodlums did just trying to be – maybe it was, was it a couple of kids out there with a 223 or 308 or heck – you know, 45 pistol or whatever seeing what they can shoot see if they can make something explode i don't know but all i know is this it shows you like also said earlier why we have backup generates backup power backup water backup everything at our homes here in florida because we've been without power for over a week before in the storms that happened in 2003 and we decided we weren't going to do that anymore it wasn't something that we were interested in repeating so guys be very very careful in your preparation time and be very very careful as far as having things stored up and have that available to you in the event that you have a power outage. Because I guarantee you, a lot of bad people come out of the shadows when the power's out. Because remember, when the power's out, the telephones aren't working in most cases. When the power out, you can't recharge your cell phone. When the power out was out, a lot of the cell phone towers don't have power or energy. When the power is out, gas stations can't pump fuel. When the power is out, alarm systems in your home and your businesses simply don't work anymore because there's no power. up once the batteries go dead, they're dead. So. Be very careful where you live, where you choose to live, and make sure you try to stay as best you possibly can out of high areas of high crime. Very, 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 very important. Uh, by the way, Germany now is arresting dozens of suspected who are planning people who are suspected of planning to overthrow the government. Uh, I'm looking at this with black, you know, black uniformed police walking and banging on doors. In Berlin, special forces in Germany have arrested 25 people suspected of supporting a domestic terrorism organization that planned to overthrow the government and form its own state, the federal prosecutor said on Wednesday. In early morning raids carried out across the country, special forces officers detained people believed to be members of the supporters of the group, which prosecutors said had been formed in the past year and was operating on the conviction that Germany is currently ruled by members of a so-called deep state, which by the way, it's true for us too, that need to be overthrown prosecutors said that two other people had been arrested outside of Germany, one in Austria and another one in Italy. The the prosecutors described the groups, which they did not identify, as being influenced by the ideologies of the conspiracy group QAnon – we always have to have a boogeyman, remember – and a right-wing German conspiracy group called Reichsberger, or Citizens of the Reich, which believes that Germany's post-World War II republic is not a sovereign country but a corporation set up by the Allies who won the war. That's also true. Many of those arrested had military training and included former German soldiers, including from the army of the former East Germany, and were known to be heavily armed with weapons acquired illegally. Now, I don't know if that's true or not. I'm just saying what they're saying. The group was most likely formed in 2021. Among those arrested was a man who tried to make contact with representatives of the Russian government over the plans, according to a statement from the federal prosecutor. But there were no indications that they had received a positive response from the Russian sources that they had contacted. A Russian citizen whom the prosecutors prosecutors identified as Vitaly B was strongly suspected of supporting the conspirators and trying to establish contracts and contacts with Moscow. The aim was to overthrow the existing state order in Germany and to establish its own state by outlines, which have already been worked out using military means and violence against state representatives. The prosecutor said in in the statement, again, I don't recommend, you know, overthrowing a government and creating a civil war type of situation. I don't recommend that at all. It's not going to be good for anybody. It's going to cause massive bloodshed and massive death, and it'll probably what they're going to try to do in the United States and elsewhere around the world in order to bring in a new world order, because out of chaos, they say, will come their new world order, which is some weird stuff, guys, to talk about. But be very careful in being involved with paramilitary groups. Be very careful on going to meetings, promoting this kind of stuff. And remember, these meetings have been infiltrated, like we saw with January the 6th, with all kinds of people who just want to basically talk you know, turn you in. You know, we saw that the FBI had informants all over January the sixth and a lot of that stuff is just strange when you start reading the research on what happened up there. So be very careful where you go, be very careful what you do and be very careful what you say online. Really, really, really important. Remember, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. Prayer is the answer for all of this stuff. There will never be a political solution to a spiritual problem in the United States or in the world because we have a spiritual rot which has taken over the United States primarily through the teachings of the Frankfurt School and things that happened over 100 years ago with cultural Marxism. And we've got to stand ground and stand firm on the teachings of Jesus Christ And the most high God. And if we do that, we're gonna find out very, very quickly that we can do all things through Christ and we'll change. We need a revival in the United States to bring back Christ. We need to get these name it, claim it, blab it, grab it churches. And if we can if we can't make him stop preaching, you know, the, the, the true message of Jesus Christ, the death, burial, resurrection of Jesus and what he did through his blood. Then we need to go ahead and start other churches in your area to tell the people the truth of what's happening so we can speak loudly and firmly against this. And like we mentioned to you earlier, go to your school board meetings. Go and do all the things that you need to do on a regular basis and let your voice be known. Be so obnoxious at these meetings that they can't ignore you. Bring your friends with you. Don't go in there and start yelling and screaming and cussing. But just say, no, I will not not submit. I will not allow you guys to subject us to this type of filth. We don't want to be part of this, and no, we're not going to be quiet. Do that. And if you do that, you're going to find out very quickly that your voice will be heard because they can't ignore you and bring more and more and more people with you. And eventually you can get these people out of office if they've got these liberal mindsets and make them realize that, you know, we've got to go back to Christ. We've got to go back to the teachings of the Bible. We've got to go back to realize that without God and without Jesus, without the affiliation of the Holy Spirit, we don't have a snowball's chance in this country. We've got to get back to Jesus. Always remember that. Uh, guys, I had the opportunity to pray for you this morning. I really, really love you guys. You are absolutely amazing to me. And I want to thank you again for the supporting of Health Masters and allowing us to have this show broadcast to you commercial-free. If it wasn't for you guys, we wouldn't be here, period. And I thank you for forwarding the show to as many people as you possibly can. Like I told you the day, one of our new listeners forwarded the show we did on Tuesday to 40 different people all over through our database. If you want to forward a really good show about Christianity and the power of the Most High God, forward Tuesday's show of this week. It's a really good show and let people know what we do on this show and how we try to promote the lordship of Jesus Christ. I love you guys. Austin, awesome. finish it up and I'll talk to you tomorrow.
0: Absolutely. And also too, is interesting. I was just reading earlier about Marine Paul Whelan, who's over there being held in Russia as well, because Russia basically claimed that he was a spy. U S Marine Paul Whelan has now said that there's no more leverage to get him out of the Russian prison after they have pretty much left him out to dry to bring back this Griner basketball player in in exchange for the merchant of death. Thought that was interesting, how we're leaving a Marine behind in place to bring a basketball player back. And uh, yeah, just kind of shows you how much the current administration cares about its U.S. military. Also, in other news, whether or not this is something that's going to go through all the way, I'm hoping it is. I saw Republican leader Kevin McCarthy has now stated that the defense bill is rescinding the vaccine mandate imposed on U.S. military members by the Biden administration, deeming the end of a mandate as a, quote, a victory for our military and for common sense. I've said this before. This is almost a little too late. However, if this goes through, I mean, that would actually be fantastic. And a lot of this stuff would stop because there's still thousands and thousands of U.S. service members that are in limbo right now that they've talked about court-martialing. They've talked about, you know, basically discharging and so forth because they don't want to get the experimental RNA injection. So if this is actually accurate, McCarthy said the COVID vaccine mandate on our military is ending. It's time to end our COVID vaccine mandate and rehire our service members. The end of the mandate is a victory for our military and for common sense. While I applaud the end of this erroneous mandate, the Biden administration must go further. McCarthy continued, noting the negative consequences the mandate has had on the military. And there's no question about it. I mean, it's been horrific and a very dividing topic. The problem with it is the vast majority of the U.S. military has already gotten the shot. Now, whether or not they've had any significant side effects, I don't know. You don't know whether they got placebos, what – Batch they gave a the lot of the military i don 't know you know you can do your own research on that, you know how bad is the batch on the website and it goes into detail on all the different lot numbers and the different side effects and the amount of occurring and you know side effects that have been reported from each batch you know i 've talked about it for the last couple of years now it's it 's really a coin toss because. There's some people have gotten a shot and they had to, they didn't, they didn't, couldn't do much other option and they had virtually no side effects. Almost like they got a saline shot. Other people got one shot and they got deathly ill from it. Some people got it and all of a sudden they started, you know, people started dropping dead. It's been so sporadic. Of course, I told you guys, in my opinion, it was done like that intentionally as an experiment. They knew certain lot numbers were going to have certain side effects and other lot numbers were going to have none. Part of having a controlled study. And at least if this goes through now, at least the U.S. military is not going to have this continual fight internally about the shocks. I mean, there's been Navy SEALs, there's been fighter pilots, there's been guys all across the board in U.S. military that have refused to get it. And I commend those guys. I commend them and give them a standing applaud and a salute for standing their ground on this still currently. And I really hope that, uh, Kevin McCarthy is serious about this and they can actually, it's going to be fully dropped out of this defense bill. For these guys, at least, because nobody, nobody has a right to tell you you have to have an experimental injection that's never been tested long term. Nobody has that right to tell you that you have a right to say yes or no. I consent to that. And that's been my biggest problem from the very beginning with the shot is trying to tell people you don't have a right to say no. You have to get it because at that point, that person is telling you that they're stating that they have more of a right over your body and your choice than you do. And that is not from God, my friends, and that is not okay at all in a constitutional republic. So we'll see what happens with this. Also, too, the Department of Energy, which is interesting, they just gave a $200 million grant to a lithium battery company that's supposedly going to help the United States grow its domestic sources of green energy. What that means is they're giving a grant to do more lithium strip mining, to build more batteries, to make more EV vehicles that can't operate in freezing temperature and only go 60 miles on one charge when it's freezing outside. Uh, it's based out of Texas, and the interesting thing about it is it's pretty much a Chinese company, Microvast. It's a Texas-based company, but it primarily operates almost solely in China. <laughs> so you know, while uh, while a lot of stuff's going on right now, we're giving grants to companies so they can send more money to the communist Chinese party and uh, you know, strip mine more lithium and build more batteries so they can tell us that it's for green energy and it's well you know, it's for science. It's it's for your safety and protection. <laughs> you can't make any of this stuff up, guys. It's continually becoming almost funnier because at this point what do you do about it? I mean you can get mad and jump up and down and stomp up and down, but at the end of the day, the best thing we can do is continue to talk, get the truth out there and encourage one another to stand our ground and hold our faith for what we have so i appreciate you my friends if you guys need anything healthmasters.com lots of specials going on as always told you yesterday we have the bogo special on the joint relief formula incredibly good product helps out with pain and inflammation in the joints buy one get one free right now on the front page of the website also to the vitamin c the excellent c formula on the winter immunity sale, 30% off, big sale on that for this week. Really, well, I want to make sure everybody's stocked up for winter and everybody continues to keep their immune system strong. I've gotten a lot of phone calls and a lot of texts from people, really over the last like week or two. A lot of people getting sick, a lot of people allegedly catching the flu. Don't know what they're catching. If you get sick, you get sick. I mean, boost your immune system, recover from it, get some rest. Go back, you know, go back to your life. But, you know, that was always kind of the irony with COVID, wasn't it? Oh, you need to test to see if you have it. Well, I have no symptoms. I feel fine. We well, never know. You may be sick with the worst virus in recorded history, but you don't know you're sick because you have no symptoms. So you need to test to find out if you have it. If you get sick, you know you're sick. So do your best to maintain your immune system, keep your body strong, keep your mind strong, continue to exercise, get fresh air, eat clean. Talked to you guys in detail yesterday about multiple options you can do to maintain a healthy immune system. Thank you again for the support, my friends. Thank you for allowing us to get 10 Austin Brothers Show commercial-free for a straight hour and supporting healthmasters.com. Have a blessed, safe, awesome night, and we'll talk to you again tomorrow as always. Thank you.